Hey, 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 closet busters and bold move makers. It is time once again for Life Uncloset. So I want you to gather around because it is time once again to kick down those closet doors of your life. We're here to escape our BS, explore our fears, and elevate our self-expression. I'm your host, Rick Clemens. I'm the bold move expert and that coming out guy who's going to take you to the party, the pulpit, the wake, and back to the party of living your life uncloset. So come on along with me and grab hold of yourself and get ready to step out, step up, and step into facing your fears, making your bold moves, and living life without apologies. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. It is time once again for Life Uncloseted, and we are starting to come out of the COVID-19 closet, but I'm not going to make any predictions because that would make me look like a real dumbass, and I don't like doing that. So we're just going to move along, do the things we need to do, and I want you to remember that if you are struggling to come out of your closet of your life, whatever that looks like. I don't care what you're apologizing for or afraid to do. Hop on over to the website, go ahead and jump in there and go to nofearsnoexcuses.com and take that unapologetic life assessment. Let's see what we can do to break you free, even if that means I'm not sure what I'm going to do after COVID-19. You will figure it out. And that's why we are doing what we're doing today. I am bringing back one of my favorite favorite guests. She is a best-selling author. She got an amazing book. We have a lot of great connections and when she approached me just recently like I think we need to have a conversation about the limitless possibilities that are coming out of this whole global pandemic. I'm like you're right girlfriend it's time and we haven't talked to each other in a long time so welcome back my friend Laura Gassner Odding. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you and let's go kick some butt here okay let's just yeah I'm psyched to be here. I am too. And I, I know you've been working behind the scenes, but let's, let's, let's talk about the little white elephant in the room because you and I are both speakers and COVID-19 hit and boom, <sighs> no business, right? No business. You know, it was really funny. It started to percolate in early March and some of my clients were like, well, we'll see. We're not sure. And I had a whole spring of events that were all lined up and I had, I will tell you, Every event, event after event after event, either canceled or postponed, except for one event. And it was an event that was speaking to the women's leadership group of the largest funeral home directors association in the country. And when the funeral home directors finally pulled the plug, I was like, okay, now it's serious. serious. They were the last ones hanging on and then they pulled the plug and they're rescheduled for the spring. But you know, everything rescheduled. And it was like, I went from overnight having an incredible portfolio, an exciting year ahead, money in the bank, and knowing exactly what my year is going to look like to like, guess it's time to reinvent yourself because we got a great start in 2021, maybe, or maybe it's going to be 2022, but 2020 ain't looking so good anymore. Mm -mm, mm -mm. And so many of us, I know, I I kind of hit the brakes. I'm lucky because you and I have a mutual friend, Grant Baldwin, that I work for. And so that's going good. But then my personal stuff just done. And I was like, okay, honey, <laughs> you're kind of the main breadwinner now. And my husband's like, yeah, okay, that's that's good, I guess. And um, we had some really big conversations like, what do we do here? And, and we, we're lucky. We're fortunate because, you know, we're okay. We don't have a lot of big expenses and stuff, but I, I took it more as like, Oh my God, what do I do now? You know? And who am I now? Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. You know, I couldn't be this fabulous gay life coach anymore, so to speak. And, um, it did, it got in my head. 
And I thought, this is not a good space to be, Rick, because you're this guy that tells people to live in the possibilities, to think beyond what they, and I'm like, I am deep in this. And so now here I am talking to my friend, Laura, whose book is called Limitless. And I bet you had your own challenges around, okay, how, how do I take and eat my own dog food right now? Absolutely. And I will tell you that for the last two months, I complained and I whined and I cried, you know, inside of my own home to, <laughs> to, to my husband who was very um, willing to listen and my teenagers who were not so willing to listen. Um, and I complained that COVID-19 is the problem, right? COVID-19 is stopping me from running my business. COVID-19 is stopping me from getting on airplanes. COVID-19 is stopping me from getting on stages and stopping me from running and, and thriving in this business that I spent the last three years trying to build. Right. And it was all the fault of COVID-19. And, you know, I started pointing fingers at politicians and I started pointing fingers at people who weren't wearing masks. And I started pointing fingers at people who like insisted on still going on cruises for spring break. And, and my business tanked and it was like, it's all their fault. I can't be a speaker. I can't be an author. And then I had this moment of clarity when I realized that it wasn't COVID-19's fault and it wasn't the supermarket people's fault or the cruise ship spring breakers fault. It was actually my fault. Like my business tanked, not because of COVID-19, but because I decided that I was a speaker and the only way I could speak is on a physical stage in front of physical people. And the only way I could write is a book that gets sold in physical bookstores. And I realized that COVID-19 wasn't the problem. My lack of imagination was the problem. My insistence that the way speaking can be done is only the way it's ever been done. The way writing right. can be done is only the way it's been done. The way being you know, a gay life coach can be done is only the way it's been done. And once I realized that the stage isn't just a physical stage and like a dream gig before was like 2,500 people, 5,000 people, exactly. 10,000 people in an audience. Now, all I need is an internet connection and, and a webcam and the world can be my audience. I was actually limited in my thinking, right, meta moment, because yep. I was defining it the way it's always been defined before. And it wasn't until I woke up one day and I was like, you know what? I'm actually not an author. I'm not a speaker. I am a thinker about these specific ideas. I solve this specific problem and I can still do that. I just need a different medium. The stage is just different. So you're still a fabulous gay life coach. You're right. just going to be coaching differently than you did before. And so I think there's this moment where we can all say, we can all ask ourselves, what's the problem that I was put on this earth to solve? What is the thing that I want to do? Yep. And then what's the right medium through which I can connect to the people who have that problem? That's the reinvention we should all be thinking about right now. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting, Laura. And again, Laura and I haven't talked in probably over a year, but it's so we follow each other. We see each other's stuff on Instagram and all this sort of stuff. And I, I had this moment about mid-March. Yeah, it was probably about mid-March. So my husband and I literally had gone on a cruise <laughs> the week of February 14th, just as this was starting to like become something, right? And, and there were already the cruise ships over in you know, Asia that were like, no, you can't stop here. No, you can't stop here. And I'm like, well, you know what? If I can't stop somewhere out in the Caribbean, oh well. What a place to go die, right? Yeah, we and, were supposed to go to Hawaii in March, and I was like, yeah. maybe we should still go, and we could just get uh -huh. trapped there. Yeah, yeah, and it was crazy. And so then we come back, and literally, that's when everything started happening. I mean, a mm -hmm. week later, California kind of sh literally shut down, and all this stuff. And then I lost every bit of my customers. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, now who am I, right? 
And I know you and I talked about this the last time we were on the show, even if we didn't talk about it on the show, but I talked about people saying, Rick, someday you just need to, you just need to create a coming out course. I'm like, nobody's going to go do this work. They're not going to do this work in a course. It's not going to happen. It's too personal. And what do you think I've just created? You created a coming out course. <laughs> yes, because what happened is, you know, my, my mind went to this space of, okay, I get it why these guys are saying, hey, I just, I can't work with you right now because I have nowhere to go. I can't yes. leave my wife. I can't leave my kids. There's I no can't privacy. The, there's no privacy, right? Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, totally get you, buddy. And then my other clients who were guys and gals were like, I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to go create the life I want. I'm going to start my own business. Suddenly they're like, mm, no, I'm hanging on to this job. At least I've still got money coming in. I'm going to do the work with you, you know, when this passes. And I thought, gosh, I'm kind of screwed in the water. And then with a conversation with a friend of mine, he said, well, what if you created something where they could do what they need to do without anybody knowing they were doing it? Yes. And I thought, oh, that's very interesting. Yes. And that's when I started going, oh, okay. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to create this course, like going in to come out or going in before you come out. Yes. Because it's, there's a ton of inner work that has to be done, whether you do it with me or not. And here's the beauty of this, Laura. It's, it's still not done because I'm, I got busy with some other stuff, but I'm working on it every week. I'm like, okay, it doesn't have to get done right now. But the beauty of that little course is it's something that I can use beyond the pandemic. Because yes. there's going to be people who yes. are going to show up to my work who are like, mm, I'm not quite ready to like do the one-on-one, -on -one, but man, if you could give me some guidance to get me going, like why now? What is making you believe that you're gay? Who are the people you need to have some conversations with? What are the things you're most looking forward to? What are you fearing? They don't need me to do all of that stuff, but man, can you imagine if they get to work on this by themselves in the quiet of their own heads and on an iPad or something? It'll and make the work they do with you so much more powerful. Exactly. And so I'm creating both simultaneously. I'm going to use pretty much the same stuff because if you're coming out of the closet on your sexuality, you're coming out of the closet on, I'm leaving my corporate six figure job to go do what I'm doing. It's the same stuff. Yes. And so suddenly I'm asking soon, myself, like, what's the calling I want to serve in this world? Exactly. What's the work I can do to connect to that calling? And what's the most effective medium through which I can do it? And for you, the calling that you have in the world is helping people come out, whatever the closet they're coming yep. out of. And the work that you can do to connect to that calling is, is empowering them to be ready and able when the moment comes that they can mm -hmm. actually do it. And the medium, you know, it used to be the one-on-one, -on -one, but if you, people can't have privacy and they're in pain because yes. they're in this place where they're stuck, then yep. giving them this opportunity to do that work when they really need it the most, mm -hmm. when they're really feeling most trapped physically and emotionally, what a powerful thing for you to give to them. Yes. And you touched on something else that's like, <laughs> you help people come out of the closets or whatever their life. And of course this hits and I'm like, well, I don't got any clients to work with. So I guess I might as well write that book that I've been saying I'm going to write because I did all the work on the cruise ship of, hey, I got the outline finally ready to where I feel like I can go. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to write this book. And I'm like, Hey, dumbass, <laughs> you got all the time in the world right now. Not all the time, but yeah. I had a lot more free time than I had. And it's been such a beautiful blessing which I think kind of lines up to where you got. You realized, hey, I got this book. I've been doing this speaking thing, flying hither and yon all over the globe to do this thing. And now here I am sitting in my house. What can I do with this beautiful thing I created? Yet I'm sitting here twiddling my thumbs, complaining to my husband and kids. And then what happened? 
Well, the issue is, is that I really wanted to create a course before the book launched a year ago. And then the book launched and it launched, as you know, as a Washington Post bestseller. And it was number two behind a Michelle Obama. And I ended up on the Today Show and then Good Morning America and then all this media. And honestly, I thought that the book was going to sell three copies and two of them would be my mom and my dad. So the fact that it became a thing sort of shocked me and I had no time at all. And then I started traveling and speaking on stages and I get off stages and people would come up to me in the book signing line. They'd be like, I love it. It's great. It's amazing. You're giving me permission to live the life I really want to live. How can I go deeper? And I was like, you can't, I have nothing for you. Here's the book. What's your name? Let me sign it. Thank you so much. Next. And I just for a year felt so badly that I didn't get the course done. And it was because I felt like the course had to be perfect and I just couldn't do it until it was perfect. And yeah. then I did it. And then I spent the last year talking to thousands of people who bought the book in my audience um, and, and book signing lines. And I got to see the reaction from stage about what worked for them and what didn't work for them and what was compelling and what resonated and the truth bombs that got the aha moments and the gasps in the audience and all that. And when COVID hit, I was like, well, I have no excuse now. Mm-hmm. I have all the time in the world. I might as well do this because now I know how to do it where it's never going to be perfect. And that's going to be okay because ready is a lie. We're never ready, but I know that it can be really, really good. I know that it can can be compelling. And even if I'm trying to figure out the technology as I go, I'm going to figure it out. So I created a course and it's two and a half hours and it's got this of, of beautiful videos and it's got this gorgeous workbook that's got 70 pages of exercises and questions and 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 truth bombs and uh uh, you know, beautiful social media shares and it's, it's on this great online platform and you can look at it on your phone and it's, it's got uh, the, the, the closed captioning so you can look at it on your commute when we're go actually commuting again. But here's what I did that finally got me to do it is I knew I had to get it done and the only way I ever get anything done is with a public commitment strategy. So I posted on Facebook one day on my personal page, hey friends, I'd love a few volunteers to just help me put the finishing touches on something I've been working on for the last year. This great course, would you be interested? And within an hour, 150 of my friends signed up and they were like, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. So I had 150 beta testers all ready to go and I hadn't even filmed the first module yet. So my challenge to you, my friend, is make a public commitment strategy. Let's get your course out into the world because I know that my course is going to be so helpful for so many people who are trying to figure out why they're stuck, why they've found success in their life, but they're not actually happy and how to build a life that actually gets them to a place where they're in alignment and in flow. And and it it will help them with this framework to go through step by step by step to change their career or change things in their workplace or change themselves. I know that my course is going to be great, but I know because I've seen you and I watch what you post and I read your stuff that the world needs yours too. Well, it's interesting that you say, and thank you for saying that because I did exactly what you did. I got off that cruise ship. And so let's give a little backstory because this is going to help. So the reason we went on that cruise is my husband was changing jobs. And so we're like, okay, he's not going to have some vacation time. So let's kind of, let's work this negotiation where he quits one job, we have a week and he starts the new job, right? Mm-hmm. Ironically, he goes to work for the county in social services in the homeless division here in our county. And then our lovely little pandemic visitor shows up, right? Mm. 
So on that ship, as I said, I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go relax. We did it at the last minute. So it wasn't like we're going, we, okay. I don't want to sound like an asshole here, but I'm going to sound a little bit like an asshole. We went to some destinations that were like, Hey, whatever. Most people are like, well, you went on a fucking cruise wreck. Excuse me. And I spent some time really lining this thing out, right? Getting this book ready to go. And then as soon as we got home, I'm kind of like, okay, I got that done. Good. I knew I could already feel the energy of it's going to go sit over there. It's going to go sit over there. It's going to go sit over there. Isn't it ironic how the universe hands you what you need right when you need it? I have been so fired <laughs> yes. up to get this book done. And then in the midst of this, I renegotiated my contract with my existing publisher because they weren't doing anything with my first book. And I finally mm. bought back the rights to it. And I I'm saw like, you re-released it. Yes. And it's getting ready to go get re-released. And it's like, you know what? I'm fired up now about being. So you talked about being an author. <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I'm a different kind of author because now I'm self-publishing and I'm still trying to get the new one out there to where somebody might pick it up, but it's a different energy. And this is mm -hmm. what it's all about. I think what you're bringing to the world is you're bringing this limitless course and you're bringing this to us, but how beautiful that here we are, we're in this craziness that is, and Lauren and I both hate that new normal phrase. It's like there was never a normal to begin with, folks. So get past that. But you're bringing this to where it's giving people the opportunity to go create. Like literally go create what they need in their life to see the limitless possibilities. Absolutely. And it is because I, I do hate the phrase the new normal. And yep. the reason I hate the phrase the new normal is that I didn't accept the old normal. Mm -hmm. I mean, the old normal wasn't working. Right? right. The old normal was not working for really anyone else other than a bunch of like ridiculously trillionaire straight white men, like good yep. for them. Awesome. But it wasn't working for the rest of us in some way. It might've been working in your personal life, but not your professional life. It might've been working in your professional life, but maybe there was more that you wanted in your personal life. And I think that this, this, you know, this is a great pause moment, but it's also a great reset because mm. I think that the, the, the workers that come back to the office are going to be different than the workers who left. There is going to need to be a conversation that's held um, among teams about whether or not we're really living into the values that we say. You know, we have so many workplaces that talk about having deep, undistracted work, but yet everyone sells eight, you know, they, they send 88 emails per hour and you expect you to, you know, respond within 15 minutes. You know, there, there are all kinds of there are all kinds of, of, of conflicting lives that we've been living, right? Where, yep. you know, you're expected to be one person at work and a different person at home. And I think this is this moment where you just drop the green screen, right? The, the, the literal exactly. and the metaphorical green screen. Because, <clears throat> you know, when we put up green screens on our Zoom calls, those green screens hide who we really are. They hide the, the, the books on our bookshelves. They hide, you know, the, the gay pride flag that I have sitting back there. I have, I have a, I have a Hillary hat in the back and I remember thinking, Oh, if I, if I get on my webinars, if I get on the media that I do and I have a flag parade, a, a, a gay right. uh, a flag, a pride flag, and I have Hillary and I have pictures of my kids and I, are people going to, you know, Right. send me hate mail. Right. And then it was like, you know what, this is who I am. And I'm going right. to be very much for some people and I'm going to be very much not for other people. Mm -hmm. But when you put up that green screen and you don't let people get to know you and they don't let them see your, your messy laundry basket, then I feel badly about my messy laundry basket. And I think the way that we create trust going forward is being much more 
fully who we actually are being out of whatever closet we're in, in every place we're in, because I think the putting up of the green screens, it, it doesn't just say, I don't want you to know what's happening in my life. It actually says, I never wanted you to know me at all. And yeah. I don't think that's going to work going forward. Mm -mm. And there's you know, so I think many... there's no more small talk anymore. No, like, I agree. Have you noticed like when you talk to somebody now and you say, Hey, how are you? You're not like, how are you? Let me get to my conversation. Right. You're like, really, I want to know, how are you? Like mm. small talk is gone and it's now real and it's like real human interaction. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to see more and more of that. So I think the closet has to be done. And I also feel like what's happening is people, and it's been interesting. So I started three groups as all this was kicking off. One was already set to go. It was just like, hey, I'm going to take 40 plus real men, real talk, my podcast. I'm going to start a little chat group once a month. We just get together and chat, you know, kind of build community, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then as this kicked off, I'm like, oh, hold on. I got, I need something for my guys who are like about to come out of the closet and maybe they can figure out a way to show up on a group call, whatever. Right. So I mm -hmm. launched a coming out call and then just an LGBTQ community call. And as people have started to show up, it's been so interesting to see people show up. Yes. Not just physically show up, but people that I know in my own community here locally, and then suddenly strangers from all over the world are showing up to some of these calls, and they're showing up. Like some guys that I were like, wow, they're really introverted. And I know these guys, you know, they're in my local community. And they show up, and each time they show up, they get like, okay, they're more here and more open. And I'm like, I didn't know this. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell are you? But it's so beautiful because I think you are, you hit the nail on the head. This is a time where we're being asked and challenged and invited to show up, to show us who you really are. And the, the, and the humanity, the humanness of all of us is, is not just welcomed. It's, it's, it's compelling. It's something that connects us to each other. You know, the, the, the foibles of things not always being perfect, you know, that sometimes you might forget that you're on mute and sometimes the dog runs through the background and sometimes your kid runs in not wearing any pants, you know, like, I think, I think that's part of who we are. And frankly, you know, I know that when I was a CEO running of, I, I, I was a CEO of an executive search firm for 15 years and we literally had staff who were all across the globe and I had, I had 30 staff and, and I, I hired, you know, retired people, young mothers, everyone. And what I found was that the person who they were in all of their life made yeah. them better at the work that they were doing. So one of my workers might've been in a PTA meeting and then come to the office, you know, late, you know, quote unquote, the office, come to the right, office, right. you know, late at 10 or 11 that day. And she would walk in and she'd say, Hey, you know, I was just at a PTA meeting and I, they, they came up with this great solution to this problem. And I think we can actually use that solution for this problem we're having. And the fact that she could be her full person mm -hmm. in our office that made the work that we did so much better. And it made us super unusual as a firm because we were hiring not just the 20% of the person that they wanted to bring to the office, but the 100% of the person. 100%. And I think this is giving us an opportunity to actually see and recognize and celebrate all of the person. Absolutely. And so the course is available, correct? The course is available. It is at heylgo.com slash learn. People can find out more information there. I know you're going to have a link in your yep. show notes to it. 
absolutely and we're going to promote it on our all our instagrams and everything we'll have a link to it as well and the thing that i love and this i want to be clear because a lot of people know me i'm like i'm not a guy that like just pitches stuff to pitch stuff i pitch stuff that i believe in and i only bring people into my world that i can say i can stand behind this and i'm going to tell a little story on laura and i i think we've met one time i think we met once at NSA. That was probably it. That's right. And because of how she shows up in the world is the reason that I believe in sharing this. Because I think this is a time, and I'm going to get a little on my soapbox here. <laughs> that Let if me dust you, it off for you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you don't give yourself permission to come out of your closet and believe you can live a limitless life, it's on you. It is not anybody else. It is not on the COVID pandemic. It is not about you having to be sheltered at home in place. It is on you believing you don't have the right to do that. And when you realize that, that's when you will make things happen. Laura realized I've got to make this course. I realized I had to get this book started and going to get it done this year. I had to like have the cojones to finally stand up to my publisher and say, you're not doing anything with my book. It's pride season. I could be doing something with this. Why don't we do this? And when they say, well, we're, we're letting it go out of print. I'm like, Oh no, you're not. <laughs> it ain't happening. And it was a risk I had to take. Cause I'm like, I don't know that I have the cash they're going to ask for. And I honestly negotiated them down to a 10th of what they asked for. So you have to believe you are limitless and powerful and that you can come out of the closets of your life. And this is why I wanted to take Laura up when she said, I'd love to talk about this. I'm like, absolutely. Because now is your moment. Not saying it's the only moment, but this is a moment that I think every one of us has been called to, to really, as Laura said, show up, go create, be who you're meant to be and walk into this without any regrets. Take that and let it be the pause as well as the reset to move yourself forward. Did I miss anything, Laura? <laughs> no, I think that's, well, I will say one thing. There are probably people who are listening who are like, yeah, but I'm not sure I'm ready. And here's the thing. You weren't ready to get your book out there. I wasn't ready to do mm -hmm. the course. You're never going to be ready. In fact, so if I was waiting, if I was waiting for the course to be exactly the way I want it, I would never get it done. But here's what I know. I can record, I can record those videos in like no time flat. It's going to be 10 little sections. I'm going to do like 10, five to seven minute videos. I already know the worksheets. I just got to make some time in my crazy like schedule right now to just knock it out. And when it gets knocked out, I figured out already how to simply go sell it. And the it beauty of the course is that it can live, it can be alive. So if you want to redo a video at any time, you can make exactly. it better. We've got a Facebook group that goes along with the course where um, every Friday I'm in there doing a live coaching session with people. Yep. We're going doing a deep dive onto certain subjects and we're hosting conversations every single day. These courses are living and as we learn and we grow, we can improve and we can make them even better. And I, you know, I, I am, I, I am really proud of how this course turned out. I, I know that you've used um, my book Limitless in some of the yep. coaching that you've done with people Absolutely. and the book really is a framework for, or the course really is a framework to go along with the book. And I, yep. and, and I, and I just know, um, I just know that it'll be great. And so I, I, I really appreciate both the way you show up in the world 
and the fact that you're willing to share this with your listeners, because I know that as a podcast host and as uh, a coach and as somebody who people look to to really help them through a difficult and traumatic and sensitive time, I know that you take their hearts and their in, in your hands. And so yeah. I really appreciate that you're willing to share me and my message and my course with them as well. Well, and as it should be, I think the thing that hit me the most in the last week was when somebody said to me in just a casual conversation, I don't think I've made the most of my time during this pandemic. And I said, it's not too late. It's never too late. It's never too late. I'm so, so glad we got reconnected to do this because this is, it's a, just an opportune time. It's always the perfect time to go do something with your life and move it forward and realize you are limitless. So thank you for showing up fully again, girlfriend. It's always a good conversation. Thank you you for having me. It's great to see you. So let's give one more shout out. They can find the course where? At heylgo.com slash learn. Cool. And we will have that on the podcast website, in all our Instagram posts and everything else. And go out there continuing to step out of your closets and realizing you do have the possibility to create a limitless life. Hey, 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 Life Uncloseted family. Another episode of Life Uncloseted has come to an end and it is time for all of us to sashay away and go face our fears, make those bold moves and stand up to living our life without apology. But before you do, I've got a favor to ask of you. Would you hop over to iTunes or Spotify or Podbean or wherever it is that you're listening to this and just give us a little bit of love if you like what we're doing here at Life Uncloseted. Here's what it does. It helps other people find the show. It helps other people get to know what we're all about. And you just might help change life. In fact, if you really want to change a life, we'd love it if you just ask a friend to take a listen and see what they think. So that's it. Love you all deeply. I'm Rick Clemens, the host of Life Uncloseted. And never stop stepping out, stepping up, and stepping in to living your life uncloseted.